This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. Welcome to Cottage Talk full-time. I'm Russ Goldman, and joining me right now on their way back from the King Power Stadium is Claire Parrish, her father, Paul, and her daughter, Felicity. They're going to join me and share what they watched in this very disappointing 3-1 to loss for Fulham against Leicester City. Claire, I'll start with you. Just give me your opening thoughts on what you watched. Oh, well, uh, first half, not good. Um, second half, much better. Um, we showed moments of some of the little magic we had last season. A few nice passes we got in. was a little bit exciting for a few moments. And then our defence just failed us as it does time and time again. And, um, yeah, you know, at, at 1-0, you know, I thought we could get a draw and then we got the draw and then it was 2-1. And being the optimistic person I am, I was like... We'll get 2-2, two, two. and honestly, Rush, you know me, I'm a positive person. I know when you it are. Goes to oh, gosh. It, I just felt like my soul dropped out of my body at 3-1. I really, it was just so disappointing. I must say, though, for me, despite everything, I think, for me, Aite was one of my men of the match, and Kevin McDonald for me was also, and I think we looked like a different team when Kev came off because he's that true leader on the pitch. And when yep. he came off, we 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 fell apart even more. I think he had he was the one telling everyone to keep their chins up, while Tom Kearney was playing with his hair and pulling his shorts down, and came back was the one you know telling everyone get a grip, come on, let's let's do better. So yeah, not great. Very deflating, Russ. Very deflating from from my point of view today. I really thought we showed promise after Sunday. I thought we could have come up here today and 
and got something and you know even if it was a point I thought you know we could have we could have done it and then well it just didn't happen like that did it no it didn't happen it was again uh I would say a, a good second half at one point I thought Fulham would actually take the lead where you know you had the opportunity for Mitro and it's like they're on the ascendancy Fulham, and then a mistake kills them once again the one thing that I come away watching this match is that just like the entire season, mistakes kill Fulham. Would you agree yeah. with me? Oh, absolutely. Just, I mean, at some points, our defence was so wide open. You know, we were just asking for them to come and score at some yeah. points. And it is, it's just those stupid mistakes that just kill us time and time again. You know, we just we just need to rebuild next season now and start from the defence full, going forward. But that defence needs so much work and Scott Parker I think he's got the team playing better but no one not even a flipping magician could get this this defense right this season yeah very good let me ask your father Paul Paul just give me your initial reaction to the match well it's very similar to my daughter's actually there we just can't defend which has been now to travel all season and well we pass the ball to supposedly Fulham players, but they don't get there and they break away and we get punished every time. Every time. We get punished. Yeah, we get punished. In this division, you get punished. Last season, we didn't get punished for mistakes. But this season, it's a step up and it shows. Yeah. Okay, Okay, very good. What are your thoughts about Claire's uh, reaction to Kevin McDonald going off that things changed at that point too? Do you agree with her? Yeah, he, he he had a very good game, I thought, and he, he was winning a lot and stopping them playing. And when he went off, there there was no one to do that, no one okay. at all. Yeah, and I think that's a problem, front, Paul. That and I'm glad that Claire brought this up because leadership is a major problem for Fulham. Kevin McDonald has been out of the team the majority of the season. Who's the leader yeah. in there if he's not in there, Paul? Uh, not many. They, no one really takes a mantle at all. They just, uh, and when they go a goal down, they normally, all their heads drop. And yep. There's no one to G them up again. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible, really. But especially when you watched it last season, how good they were. Petrovic, yep. he's up there on his own, and there's no one really with him. No. When he does get the ball, there's no one to support him. Not at all. Yeah. And- let me ask you about the second half because when Fulham got the goal from Aite and the yeah. announcers kept talking about it, what I was watching, yeah. the, the really deflating part of this is that Fulham were in the ascendancy and looked like the team more likely to get the second goal. And then, yes, like definitely. you just said, Paul, a mistake kills them again. And yeah. it's it's just a constant theme throughout the season because I'm a positive person, Claire's a positive person. And I actually thought we had a chance to win that match at 1-1. Well, we could have drawn it, I thought, at least. Okay. At least drawn it, yes, yeah. But when you make mistakes, you get punished. And when uh, Leicester made mistakes, we didn't have the people up there to punish them. Totally agree. Well, let me ask you yeah. about a player that, that the uh, announcers were talking a great deal about. And, you know, fullback has been a weakness for Fulham all season, but they were... Basically, if there's one player they kept talking about just giving praise to was Joe Bryant. So what do you think about a, how he played in this match? 
I thought he had a very good game. He seemed very confident, and he he seemed very good defensive-wise as well, actually. He was probably our best, best defender. Yep. Uh, and he also done a lot going forward. Yeah. But when he goes forward, there's no one covering him at the back. No. No, you know, when a when a full when a defender goes forward, you need someone to cover him. <laughs> totally agree <laughs> with you. You know, and and this, you know, and again, what happened every single time, like you said, when they're going forward, the shape was just not obviously good enough. And then yeah. every time they make a mistake, you know, and again, when you go back and you watch the second goal from Leicester City, it's a mistake I'm, that led to the goal. Yes, yeah. Tim Ream passed the ball to them. Yes. It was a very bad mistake. And it, he wasn't under pressure when he passed it. No. Uh, but you get no. punished because Vardy is very quick. And once yes. he's gone, you're not going to catch him. <laughs> I totally agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, let me ask uh, Claire. I want to go back to you. And uh, Yes, okay. To... Thank you. Bye. Not a problem. Thank you, Paul. Claire, what was the mood in the King Power Stadium during the match and then after the match? Amongst the fun supporters. It was very odd, Ross. I said to some of because we we were around. I must say the one lovely thing about today was I we saw so many friends today. It was wonderful. That's great. Some of my good Twitter friends and some of our Hammersmith end, our season ticket holding friends around us. And it, from that point of view, that was a lovely positive that we so, so saw so many people. But I was saying to some of my friends today that. The atmosphere was very strange, even from like the the start of the game. It almost felt when we went to Arsenal on New Year's Day, yep. it was a very similar um, atmosphere to that. Almost like everyone was hungover. <laughs> everyone was quite subdued. It was quite a, a sullen atmosphere. And then as the game got going, there was a few rumbles about Tony Khan. Um, not many that I heard, a few, okay. which you know my feelings on that. I don't agree with at all. I think the Khans have done a marvellous job for our club and it does upset me when I hear those sort of comments and chants trying to be made. Thankfully, they never took off, which which pleased me greatly. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a funny atmosphere. And then as we got going a little bit more and like you say, looked like the best of the team in the second half, our fans seemed to get behind the team a bit more, but it didn't feel like our fans were there to be the be the twelfth man today. Interesting. You know, I thought, you know, if anything, this would be the game that we could have got maybe our first away win this season. And yeah. I would have thought that everyone would have been up for a real sort of fight, you know, on the pitch and in the stands. And I don't know, everyone seemed very subdued. Some people were obviously a little bit angry. There was. Yeah a bit of banter uh, back and forth from Leicester fans and us about Ranieri. Um, obviously, the Fulham fans made their feelings on Ranieri completely clear, which I think is, is fair enough. Um, uh, but yeah, it was it was subdued. It, was, it wasn't a great atmosphere. It wasn't a great away day, I must say. Um, the, like I say, the positive was seeing so many lovely friends. Um, uh, but yeah, n- not not great. We certainly couldn't call ourselves the twelfth man today at all. Okay, very interesting that you say that, Claire. And um, you know, it's funny because uh, I actually had a friend contact me after the match, and I'm going to mention this mm-hmm. now. Him and I were going back and forth. He's in Spain. He told me, "Don't bother doing a podcast today." That was his oh, first. Right. He said, "Don't yeah. bother doing a podcast. Don't 
do it, Russ. And I said, no, the show must go on. And he told me that I, I have to stop mentioning uh, Queen titles. That's the first thing yeah. that he said. And yeah. then he said that there was basically no fight, no passion. And this yeah. has been a, a theme the entire season. And the, the one thing about it is I understand his point in the first half, Claire. But that was mm. a different home team in the second half before sure. Leicester City scored the goals. I saw the fight and the passion. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I agree. Okay, very good. I just want to say one thing to your daughter, Felicity. Felicity, there are going to be better days than this. Trust me, there will be better days than this. There are good times and bad times with Fulham. You will have better days. And just remember the championship final and just keep remembering that because I have to keep doing it myself, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Claire, Paul, and Felicity, thank you so much for joining me on Full Time and have a safe trip home. Thank you, Ross. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk Full Time. For my guests, Claire, Paul, and Felicity, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for listening to Cottage Talk. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.